know brother brother Neil was out last week as I was out last week so you know you gotta you gotta let him earn uh, his praise you know you you gotta let him sing a little longer I told you if these song leaders ain't sweating they're not working hard enough so you gotta you gotta let them sing until they sweat leave them alone and just let them sing let them let them work it up let them get it out because I don't know what what God then brought them through in the week let them sing it out because sometimes man. You can pray all day, but sometimes you just got to break out in a song unto the Lord and you got to praise him. And when you you praise him, it's amazing how when you put prayer and praise together, God will work some things out. And so we thank the God of heaven uh, for these men, for their dedication, for their gifts and the fact that they'll let the Lord use them. We thank him for all of our Christians that allow God to let them let themselves be used by him for the furtherance of the kingdom. It's good to be back with you. Uh, I, I greatly appreciate uh, Brother Towns, and, and you know, I, I may have been away, but I was tuning in and I was listening in uh, to the lesson as well. Appreciate him for kickstarting things. As I said, uh, I, I'm here in the mix, and then we're going to get Brother Rogers in the mix a couple weeks. We want to get different perspectives. I appreciate uh, having men who, who, who can bring the Word of God and give us different perspectives of the same Word of God yeah, yeah. to better equip us yeah. as the Bible would have us uh, for the work of the ministry. So I thank you all for your prayers for uh, safety for us while we traveled. We had some plans, but then those plans got changed up. And if you learned anything in 2020, you better be flexible. You better be versatile. You want to do one thing, but stuff will change up on you. Let's go to 1 Timothy chapter 2. 1 Timothy chapter 2. Keep our leaders, keep our nation uh, in prayer. And when I say our nation, I mean our physical nation that we live in. God's people, our nation, uh, unto him and a nation unto heaven. And so our, our citizenship is in heaven uh, first and foremost when we name the name of Christ. But pray for our earthly nation that we dwell in. It, it, it is it's not good when a nation uh, is, is ever unstable. That wouldn't be good for anybody if you have a nation that is destabilized and unstable. So pray for our nation that they can work through some of their challenges and struggles. Look at First Timothy. Brother Red, you're here in verses 1 through 5. Look at verse number 4. And five, who will have all men to be saved and to come unto the knowledge of the truth. For there is one God and one mediator between God and men, the man Christ Jesus, who gave himself a ransom for all to be testified in due time. Now, I, I forgot an announcement before I give you the lesson title. Brother, Brother Simpson in the finance department said the offering statements are ready. So what we'll most likely do is set up a. Saturday where you can stroll through and pick up your offering statement uh, and or uh, email him. And if, if you're, you're email savvy, he can email those things to you as well. But let's talk about this topic. Let's talk about this topic as we continue to discuss uh, drawing closer to his son in 2021. Let's talk about uh, relationships for just a little bit. Relationships, building a bridge to God. If you can see that picture uh, on the screen it is uh, the picture of, of some folks who are building a bridge. It isn't quite complete. Um, but as we talk about uh, drawing closer to God, you're talking about uh, a relationship. And in like in any relationship, you should want to be close in that relationship. Closeness denotes uh, intimacy where where we are together. We are unified, man. We care for one another. We love one another. 2020 exposed some people. They found out they didn't know their honey as much as they thought they know them. They didn't know their family as well as they thought they know them. Then some of them found out they may not like them as much as they thought they liked them. Well, Lord have mercy. You've been fooling around with them folk all that time. You should have known whether or not you liked them and you could be quarantined with them. You should have learned that by now. But the, the amazing thing is that if we are going to draw closer unto God, we must have a desire to be in an intimate relationship with God. And that's any relationship we have down here. Our familiar relationships with our brothers and sisters and then our other blood relatives, our brothers and sisters in Christ. We are blood relatives. You should know that. And so it's, it's very, very important that as we talk about building relationships and building bridges to God, we should be focusing on building relationships one to another. So for just a little bit, let's talk about some things because the Apostle Paul, in, in, in writing to the evangelist Timothy, he, he says some things to Timothy in this chapter, how it is important for us to pray for our leaders. 
And that's very, very important. You got to pray for, for your leaders. You got to pray for your nation because, listen, I don't let none of them dismay me. There, there's, enough, there's enough devil and dirt in all of these political parties. I don't care if you're Democrat or you're Republican. I'm not falling out with, I'm not losing a Christian relationship over the foolishness of this world and all of this politics. I done seen enough devilry historically in both parties. And all of them got enough devil to go around in them even today. You're not going to sway me because you, you support one thing and then uh, you don't support that. You're not going to get me like that. I've been around long enough now to know devil when I see devil. And so I know I'm not going to lose my brothers and sisters. Or, well, y'all, some of y'all might walk away, but I'm not going to lose my soul arguing and fussing about no people. And this foolishness they got going on in the world we live in. That ain't the lesson, though. Pray for them is what God tells us in this text. This thing keep clicking. They hear me good enough without it. So, And you pray. You pray for these people. You pray for folk in this world. That's very, very important. That you understand that. That you pray for your leaders. Pray for wisdom. Pray for compassion. Pray that they will have love in their hearts when it comes to leading in any capacity. And above all, pray that when you are a leader, you know the value of servanthood. You understand the value that you are a public servant and serve the people. God said pray for them because this is the right thing to do is what the apostle Paul says by the Holy Spirit. And then he says that he would have all men to be saved and come unto the knowledge of truth. Can I talk this morning a little bit about a couple of truths? And there's a lot of sub-truths, but I just want to talk about two truths this morning for just a little while on this morning. Let's talk about this thing now. When we talk about building bridges, we have to talk about the fact that truth number one, conflict caused separation between God and yeah. man. Yeah. Get for me Genesis chapter 3. I'm not going to go back through that whole entire uh, story. Now, time just won't permit, but I hope you have spent some time reading the Bible if you're new to us and new to the Bible, then welcome. And I hope and pray we can say something that would encourage you. And if you have a question regarding anything we say today, feel free to reach out and let us know whatever your question is. And we'll be so happy to answer your question. But now, 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 there was a time before all of this conflict, there was harmony. There was harmony. There, there really was. There was harmony. At one point, at one time, man was living harmoniously with the will of God. He was in line with the will of God. There was a time where he lived that way. In, in, in Genesis, Genesis chapter 2. Genesis chapter 2. Look at verse number 25. Genesis chapter 2 and verse number 25. What, who, who's got it over there? And what does the Bible say now? Come on. They were both naked, uh huh. The man, uh huh, and his wife, yeah, and were not ashamed. They were not ashamed. Come on now, come on. The Bible says they were both naked, and they were not ashamed. So now, what you ought to learn from that particular text, man could always visually see. Right. They both were naked. The Bible says they were not ashamed. They were open and they were bare. Right. You know, ain't nothing wrong with nakedness. Nothing right. wrong with it at all. It is a natural state. Yeah. Nothing wrong with it at all. There never becomes a problem with it until perversion comes in. Right. Man was in harmony with the will of God. He was open and he was bare before all and before God. And that's why the word of God is able to lay all things bare before God. It's able to cut, the Bible says, pierce, the Bible says in Hebrews chapter 4 and verse number 12. It's able to read all of our thoughts and our intentions. And so man was once living in harmony with God. Now when you talk about harmony, you're simply talking about being in agreement with God. You're simply talking about being on one accord with right, God, right. and you're talking about a balanced interrelationship. Right. That's my 15 cent word for today. Interrelationship. Right, right, right. Notice I said that with an accent. And so <laughs> the, the, the important thing is that we understand that stuff was flowing. Right. Folk were in agreement. Yeah. And then man was in agreement with the will of God. However, something happened. Something happened that now we have to call men by the gospel to come back unto God, to draw closer unto God. We have to call them to these things by the gospel, but at one point, somewhere in this thing, some conflict took place. And 
I know y'all see all the fruits up here. Yeah, 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 sin yeah. causes conflict. You know, folks say they bit an apple, so I put an apple up there. Nobody know what they bit. There's a nectarine up there. And then there's my favorite fruit, the watermelon. I told y'all if it would have been in there, y'all would still be dead in your sin because I would have ate every last one of them up in there. So thank God I wasn't at them because y'all would have still been in trouble. He'd have dragged me out the garden after all of that. And so I don't know what it was. All I know is the Bible says that, hey, look at Genesis chapter 3. Look at Genesis chapter 3. Now watch this. Watch this thing now. Come on now, because as we talk about sin and as we talk about conflict, it's important we define harmony. Let's define conflict for just a minute so no one takes it for granted. It is to be opposed or contradictory. It is to go against. Right. It is a serious disagreement or argument. Right. Lord have mercy. Right. 2020 show it full smogging in the house. All right. Yeah. All right. Oh, all Lord right. have mercy. Yeah. Folks find out some stuff. You've been married to this person all these years. All right. You mean to tell me you didn't maintain closeness? All right. All right. See, it, it, 2020 exposed that you had allowed some things to cause some separation. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you should have been building some intimacy. This is why I tell folks, man, you don't know nobody. You, you don't know nobody at two or three months, and now you're talking about you want to marry him. Have you lost your mind? Well, you want to marry after two or three months you just met. Well, I feel like I've known them all my life. You listen. You've been who you are for I don't know how many years. Even if you're 18 or 19, you believe you're crazy for 18 or 19 years, and they've been in there. You ain't got no business running off marrying nobody. You know, two, three months. You don't know them. See how they act when they're broke. See how they act when they're angry. See how they act when you disagree with them. Now you're going to find out something about somebody. See how they act when you're sick. And the older you get, the longer you ought to take. Preacher, you got in your Bible for that? Yeah, it's the book of common sense, the chapter you ought to wait, and the verse is, don't marry them folk, and then come to the preachers and the elders, said, I need you to fix my wife or fix my husband. No! I told you, take your time. You don't know folk. You don't know them, and then conflict come up, and you can't be in agreement. Serious arguments. Everybody argue. Everybody, everybody in agreement all the time. That's unrealistic. But we can be in harmony. Yeah. We ain't got to argue and fall away from each other. Right. Come on now. It's to fail to be in agreement or right. one accord. That, that's what conflict, you know, in conflict is what causes separation. Y'all remember when you were younger? And when you were younger, and, and when I say younger in this context, remember when you was younger in your marriage? Remember? That's remember for some of y'all. It's identified folks. And you remember how when you'd argue? We'd talk for days. All right. Yeah. Right. Remember yeah. that? Yeah. yeah. We'd talk for days. Yeah. Only in your corner, can't stand each other. That's conflict. Yeah. And see, that conflict, since it wasn't resolved properly, caused this here separation. Sin yeah. causes that separation. Man was in harmony, but sin came in and caused that 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 conflict, and then caused that separation. So look at the text, look at the text, look at the text. Sin always brings company. Genesis chapter 3, Genesis chapter 3, we know this text very well. We know in the first few verses, we know that that that, that in this verse, uh, 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 the serpent came in, Satan dressed up as a serpent came in talking to the woman. Number one, I always tell you, that should have been an indicator, that's a red flag. Serpents don't talk. <laughs> and, and, and she had no business. But you know, women always say, well, them shoes was talking to me, and that person talking. And this is how we got in trouble. That's how we got in trouble. And y'all telling her, hello, still talking to you. It's comical, but it, it, hello, the servants don't talk. Should have been fooling around in the garden, fooling with something that, that you know good and well. If it wasn't God, it wasn't your husband, you shouldn't have been talking to him. That's a whole other sexual relationship right there. Or when you get to fooling with talking around with folk, and, getting comfortable with him, he have a conversation at work, and, well, you know, you understand me, and this is another thing. <laughs> this, is how gets, this is how you get caught up. This is how stuff happens. Hello? And somebody else creep in that ain't of you, that ain't of God. You got no business talking with him. And it doesn't even matter if you got issues in your relationship. Remember the title of the lesson was relationships. Yeah. Building a bridge to God. So I can talk about relationships. Yeah. Right, right. Because the whole Bible is dealing with relationships. Just because you're having issues. I know. I remember when I was with you Sunday before, and I left you, and we were talking about relationships and how 2020 showed us. Yeah. I did show and tell. Yeah. Relationships are important to God. Yeah. 
Right. You have problems in your marriage. Don't right. you run off to somebody else right. that ain't right. yours. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah, 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 yeah. Hello? Right. You know, so-and-so cheated yeah. on you, and instead of you resolving or, or right. dissolving that marriage right. in a godly way, you run off to somebody else. Now you're right. compounding the problem. Right. Don't get right. hitched up with nobody else, and you yeah. still married? Right. 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 Leave alone. That just compounded the problem. Well, you know, they make me feel so good. So with a puppy. <laughs> you just compounded the problem and you brought in more conflict. Leave those people alone. Don't run off and get another woman because you can't get along with your woman. Right. Right. You knew how she was and you should have been investing in her all of this right. time. Right. But you didn't resolve the conflict properly yeah. and it's called separation. Yeah. Right. Look at the text. Look at the text. Genesis chapter 3 and verse number 6. Let's not get in trouble. Come on now. Verse number 6. Who's got it? Come on, Brother Tony. And when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, and that it was pleasant to the eyes, and a tree to be desired to make one wise, she took of the fruit thereof, and did eat, and gave also unto her husband with her, and he did eat. And the eyes of them both were open, and they knew that they were naked. And they sewed fig leaves together and made themselves aprons. And they heard the voice of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord God amongst the trees of the garden. And the Lord God called unto Adam and said unto him, Where art thou? And he said, I heard thy voice in the garden, and I was afraid. Yeah. 
other part. If you that mad you was going to leave, the, before you start asking questions, pack up, leave, don't ask him nothing. Preacher, advocate leaving. No, I'm not advocating leaving. I always advocate you work that thing out. That's why I told you last time, keep folk out your business. Because right. you out there bad-mouthing what so-and-so done did and what so-and-so done done and mess around God and fix it so y'all can forgive each other and work it out and then everybody else looking in at you. Keep folk out your business. And, and then I had a few people tell, text me last week about single that's not about single folk. Single folk don't know about no marriage if they're not married. That's right. They know the theoretical. The, theoretically, it's great. Practically, it's work. Practically, it's work. Preach, I've been married. I got that. I got that. I really do. It's work, ain't it? It's work. And any relationship that is worth having that is going to be close has to work through this kind of stuff. Has to work through the shame that sin is going. You'll notice God, God didn't cast man away and didn't want anything else to do with him again. Right. Because of love. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because of love. God said, now I got to deal with you. Now I got to separate from you for a minute. But I still love you. I ain't going to cast you away. Then I don't want nothing to do with you. Our text says that he would have all men to be saved. Yeah. And the context is all men. Because he was talking about folk in the chapter, in the verses before us, aren't necessarily Christians. When he says, pray for our leaders. Our leaders in this world are not Christians. Not in every context. Pray for them. Keep reading, Brother Tony. And he said, I heard thy voice in the garden, and I was afraid because I was naked, and I hid myself. You was cool before. You were cool before. Come on, come on, come on. And he said... Who told thee that I was naked? Who told you was naked? Remember, God has said, who told you there was a problem with your nakedness? We was cool before this. Why is there a problem now? Who said it was a problem? Keep reading. Hast thou eaten of the tree whereof I commanded thee that thou shouldest not eat? Before what y'all say, well, God asked me questions again. You ain't God. <laughs> you got to say that to both. You're not God. If you already know the deal, go ahead and talk about it. You're talking about your humans. Here we're talking about God dealing with his creation. Yeah. You're not God. Right. Right. And don't play God over folk either. Right. Right. Come on and read. And the man said, the woman who thou gavest to be with me, she gave me of the tree, and I did eat. I didn't mean to. 
you know what was coming out your mouth and you knew it would hurt, just say, I shouldn't have. Yeah. I shouldn't have. Yeah. And hello, you got to be guarded by that tongue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, look here, look here, look here, look here. Come on, come on. Let me, let me get in. I, I ain't going to get in trouble. Listen, man, sin always brings company. But man has always had a, a relationship to sin. And watch this. Man's wisdom condemns him. In Colossians chapter 1, man's wisdom condemns him. 1 Corinthians chapter 1 deals with the wisdom of man versus the wisdom of God. And then he continues into, the, into that in chapter 2. But he said the wisdom of man pales in comparison to the wisdom of God. Right. You know, that's why we preach the gospel. So by the foolishness of the gospel, the preaching, we can hopefully save some. And it's a hard, it's a hard thing for people to accept this thing about this bridge builder we're talking about here. And so folk are amazing. Colossians chapter 1 and verse number 21. What does the Bible say? And you, uh -huh. there were sometimes alienated. Bro, 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 brother uh, 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 Neil, get that for me in the New Living Translation. Uh -huh. You that were sometimes alienated. And enemies in your mind. And enemies in your mind. By wicked words. By wicked words. Yet now. Yet now. Has he reconciled. Has he reconciled. Now, now watch this in the New Living Translation. Uh, 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 for Colossians 1 and 21. I looked at this in a number of verses. Come on and read. This includes you uh -huh. who were once far away from God. You who once were far away. Now, this is the Apostle Paul talking to a Gentile audience. These Christians were predominantly Gentile. And he said, you were once afar off. You were distant from God. Remember, the goal is to draw closer to him. Yeah. What caused that distance? Come on now. You were his enemy. You were his enemy. You were his enemy. How? Me? What me? Separated from him by your evil thoughts and actions. Lord, have mercy. Separated from him. Notice now, far off, separated by your evil thoughts and your actions. All right. All right. Actions typically don't take place until you even thought about them things. Yeah. Yeah. When you want to hurt somebody, you're you going to think about it before you do it. And so now there's conflict that gets unresolved, that gets built up. And when we once were close, now because of sin, now alienated, as the King James said. We were far off. We were separated because of our evil thoughts and our evil works. And there ain't now a Christian out here today that ain't thought an evil thought at some point. Yeah, right. Even as a Christian. Yeah. Yeah. He say, well, preacher, I ain't never thought you were lying. Right. <laughs> That's right. All this drama that was going on this week, a couple of y'all right. thought it was evil thoughts. Yeah. Hello? Yeah. Hello? Yeah. I, I just thought I was a deep folk of crazy. And I said, I wasn't going to keep using that word, but I had, it yeah. slipped out the way. It didn't slip out. It came out. You <laughs> stop saying that. It came out. I said, what's wrong with these folks? This is not how we resolve things, climbing up stuff and fussing up stuff. And oh, Lord, Lord have mercy. That's why you better remember, you better gain citizenship in heaven. Because these folks out here in these earthly kingdoms will not always act right. They're going to do some stuff, and you're going to look back and say, well, I thought y'all was better than that. Want to get on the president, but you know, he they said he incited them. Right. But you, at some point or another, you gonna own your own actions because yeah. when you stand before our maker, you gonna answer for your actions and he gonna answer for his. Yeah. He gonna answer for his. He ain't gonna miss judgment like none of us gonna miss judgment. But man's wisdom condemned him. Look here, man's sin is what created the distance. Look at Isaiah chapter 59. Look at Isaiah. We, we oftentimes quote the first couple of verses, but God says some stuff over here as he's talking to Israel before they go into this Babylonian captivity. He keeps trying to warn them. He keeps trying to tell them, look here now. Y'all been clowning long enough. Y'all looking like Sodom and Gomorrah, he tells them in chapter 1. So by the time we get down here to chapter 59, God's like, look, I'm through fooling with y'all. I told y'all if you turned away from me, he was going to go into captivity. And so Babylonian captivity is where they were going. Isaiah 59 and verse number 1. What does the Bible say? Listen. Uh-huh. The Lord's arm is not too weak to save you. Come on, come on now. Nor is his ear, his ear too deaf to hear you. Come hear on. Call. Come on. You, you, you know, and, and, and Lord have mercy. Full Lord, full Lord to understand that. God can hear you. Yeah. God can hear you. Stop asking God to intervene in everything down here. Right. Some of the stuff we break, we need to fix ourselves. Yeah. I'm telling you, I keep telling folks, stop blaming God for all of the stuff that man creates. Let man take ownership of the mess he creates. Asking God to fix everything. I've never asked God to fix a sin that I enjoyed. I'm not going to ask him now to fix 
asking for some mercy. I'm going to ask him for some forgiveness. And he'll tell me, no, you might have to work through that. Because there's some growth that's going to come in there. And there's a lesson growing through that. Stop blaming God for the foolishness of men. Expecting him to fix everything that we break. He's able. He's able. He is able. But Lord have mercy. Some stuff you got to learn hard. All right. Come on and read. Come on and read. Come on and read. His arm ain't sharp. His ears ain't deaf. He hears. Come on. Verse number two. Come on. This is New Little Translation. That's okay. Go forward. It's your sins mm -hmm. that have cut you off from God. Ooh. That's the whole idea of bridge. Yeah. Building that bridge to get you from one place to another. That's right. To get you from where you are yeah. over to where you need to be. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's, you know, sin cuts it off. Yeah. So you, 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 you know, you see that's a that's a broken bridge. That's where sin came in. It broke the means yeah. whereby we were close, yeah. where God could walk in the garden intimately among us, as the scriptures say. Yeah. And then he could right. talk to Adam. Adam, where are you? Yeah. Could communicate to him like that. All right, you know, I heard you rolling down up through here, and I hid myself, yeah. and then we were naked. We covered ourselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Come on, come on, come on. Because of your sins. Uh -huh. He has turned away come and will on. not listen anymore. Come on, watch this. Come on. Your hands are the hands of murderers, mm -hmm. and your finger and your fingers are filthy with sin. Mm -hmm. Come on. Your lips are full of lies, mm -hmm. and your mouth spews corruption. Now he's talking to his own people. Come on. Yeah. Come on. No one cares about being fair and honest. Ooh. Mm -hmm. Come on. The people's lawsuits are based on lies. Ooh. Come on. Come on. Come they on. They conceive come on. evil deeds. Mm -hmm. Then give birth to sin. Ooh, Lord, come on. Keep going. We ain't done yet. Just read it. <laughs> they had deadly snakes. Come on. They had deadly snakes mm -hmm. and weave spiders' webs. Mm -hmm. Whosoever come falls into their webs will die. Mm -hmm. And there's mm -hmm. danger even in getting near them. Come on. Their webs can't be made into clothing. Mm -hmm. And nothing they do is productive. Yeah, come on. All their activity is filled with sin. Mm -hmm. And violence is their trademark. Come on. Their feet run to, do, to run to do evil, mm -hmm. and they rush to commit murder. Mm -hmm. They think only about sinning. Misery and destruction always follow them. Mm -hmm. Come on. They don't know where to find peace Ooh, or what it means to be just Ooh. and good. Come on. They have mapped out crooked roads, mm. and no one who, who follows them knows a moment's peace. Listen, mm. God is talking to Israel, his people, yeah. and he's telling them. responsibility as Christians to teach folk that there is peace in Jesus Christ. Yeah. That if you if you anchor your soul yeah. in the thoughts and in the yeah. ways of these folk in this yeah. world, you will not know peace. All you will know is misery fooling with some of these folk. Because yeah. some of them are always running into trouble, always looking yeah. to do folk in. But we know that we have an obligation as God's people to point them to where peace is, to point them to where they should anchor their soul. Yeah. You see how God is talking about Israel? And I would imagine some of you, as you listen to that reading, you were thinking about stuff that goes on in our country. All right. yeah. All right. It may have come to mind, yeah. but he's talking about his own people. Right. His own people better be careful yeah. not to get caught up in these ways of these folk in the world. Right. Because, see, it causes us to have separation between us and God right. when we right. participate in that stuff. Yeah. Inequity. Mm -hmm. Injustice. Right. When we, we are looking to do evil Reconcile them. Right. 
He is a reconciler and an ancestor. When you look at what there is, one who intervenes between two, either in order to make, notice now, or restore peace. All right, all right, all right, all right. Friendship, form a compact or form a ratifying covenant. Mm. Jesus said in this world, you have trouble. He said, in me, you know peace. Yes. You know you it's something you can live in this world. And you can look at all of this chaos going on around you. And, and, and your peace don't have to be disturbed. Oh, you can be bothered by it, and it don't hurt you. It don't bother you. I mean, I watch that stuff, and I think the thing that, that bothered me the most is to find out that somebody actually took a fire extinguisher and hit a police officer right. upside his head, and that officer died. Right. Now, this is the same group that was hollering Blue Lives Matter. Right. How could you turn and do that to a man? Right. That man has a family. Right. How could you do that? Yeah. Right. What, what, what goes through your mind to think that because you are trying to, in the, in, the, in the name of patriotism, and I'm a patriot, I serve this country. Right. In the military, I'm a patriot. Right. I would never conceive in my mind right. that when I'm trying to push an agenda that I want to physically harm someone. That's hurtful. That bothered me all week is when I found that out what they did to them. That really bothered me. How could you do that? Their job is to protect and serve. And do you know they've gone through as much as anybody else has gone through during this pandemic, too? Yeah. 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 Some of them have died because they've had to interact with folk who have COVID and such and such and such. Yeah. Yes, I preach. Are you pro-police? I am pro-life. Right. Because yeah. God is pro-life. Right. Right. But he is also pro-choice in that you're going to make a decision. And now you're going to have to pay for that decision. Yeah, I know yeah. in Texas now, you commit a crime, and if you're there, and me and Brother Dexter's there, and, and, and Brother Neal is there, and let's say I commit the crime, but them two fellas are there, he driving, and he there too, yeah. they'll, they'll hold all of us guilty for the same charge, yeah, and the yeah. same crime. They'll charge him with murder, even though he didn't kill anybody. I did the killing, they'll charge me with murder, and they'll charge you with murder. Yeah. 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 That's how they do stuff. Oh. Right. You ain't going to know peace following after the things of this world. We're trying to build and call people to come closer to God through the gospel. Jesus Christ is our mediator. He, he is the bridge builder. He said he's going to build his church. His church. And, and, and it's his, man. Lord, Lord have mercy. If he know about building a church, I know he know about building a bridge. I know he know about building a bridge. Bridge ain't nothing for him. Nothing. Nothing. The conflict has to be resolved before reconciliation can happen. In verse 20 of Colossians chapter 1, Jesus came, made peace. God wasn't at odds. We were at odds with God. Our sin is what caused the conflict and the separation. God wants us to draw near unto him. God always wants us to be close to him. It's never God, it's man's doing and then we get mad when God don't intervene and act the way we think he ought to act. He wouldn't be God if he bent to your will every single time you commanded him to do so. He would not be God. He is not subject to your time. He is not subject to your matter. He is not subject to your space. He is not subject to act the way you want him to act. And then if he don't act the way you want him to act, he isn't. Yes, he is still God. He has told us about us long before we step down here. Lord have mercy. Listen, in order for you to cross that bridge, there's going to have to be a discussion concerning the conflict and the only, the only acceptable way to resolve. Right. Right. Ephesians 2, 14 through 18 talk about the fact that he has torn down that middle wall that is between us, that partition that is between us. He's bringing all men, both Jew and Gentile, into one. Get for me uh, 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 Acts chapter 4 and verse number 12. We listen to what the apostle Paul said when he said there's only one. Paul said there's only one. Let's look at Acts chapter 4 and chapter chapter 12 and then uh, another brother get for me uh, John chapter 14 because let's look at what two other apostles say about oneness and see what they say about this bridge builder. In Acts chapter 4 and verse number, start about verse number 10 if you can. Acts chapter 4 and verse number 10. We got a few minutes. Come on and read it now. Come on, who's got it? Be it known unto you all, Be it known unto you all. and to all the people of Israel <laughs> that by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth whom ye crucified, whom God raised from the dead, even by him doth this man stand here before you whole. This is the stone which was set at naught of your builders. 
which has become the head of the corner. Neither is there salvation in any other. For there is none other name under heaven. Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. Mm. We didn't mess you up. 
Did you know that? Listen. That mediator has said that y'all need to get it right. The one who created you did absolutely nothing wrong. Matter of fact, he loved you so much, he put you out for a while. Yeah. But even though he put you out, he didn't put you away. Yeah. Yeah. The way he didn't want anything to do with you. Yeah. He put you out, yeah. and he says, I'm going to bring about process where I can call you back closer to me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. This show you to draw near to the sun. Many times folk make these New Year resolutions that yeah. they're going to draw closer to the Lord. Well, the reality is that somebody got to tell you the truth of the gospel in Acts chapter 2, 36 through 38 up there. You saw Peter up there. Peter preached his lesson and Peter began telling him in verse 22, that same Jesus whom God has sent unto you and who, who attested unto him and confirmed him by miracles, signs and wonders, that same Jesus who died for your sins, who went to the grave, went to the cross because of your sins and because of my sin. He died. He was buried and he rose again the third day because death couldn't hold him. He started that way and then he ended that way. He said, let all the house of Israel know surely that same Jesus whom you crucified, God has made both Lord and Christ. Yeah. And then the folks who didn't have proud and haughty hearts said, men and brethren, what should we do? You know, the truth will cut you sometimes and it'll hurt you. Yeah. Hearing about yourself, man, yeah. but Lord yeah. have mercy, some yeah. healing and some closeness can come about when you know when you tell mama, baby, what you did hurt me. Right. And her response ought to be, baby, daddy, I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I expect. <laughs> I'm sorry I was wrong. <laughs> Wives, women, we hello. <laughs> then if he does that, he, you hurt me. Don't come to him in anger. Come to him with your pain that you're really feeling. And then love says, you know what, I'm sorry. Men and brethren, what shall we do about what we have done to God? We know Jesus only did good. He saw the healer and did. He was only, he told us about ourselves. He came proclaiming the gospel and healing. Right. And we would rather have a sinner than a saint. And we had at least the sinner who crucified the Savior. You've got to believe the evidence of the gospel. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. Got to examine the evidence of the gospel, and then when it comes to stuff, you got to fix in your own life. You got to examine the evidence and the truth of it. You got to deal with it. Yeah. Got to deal with it. Somewhere in that, remember what Peter answered. He says, "Repent." He told him, "Repent." You got to change the attitude that led to you participating in sin that brought about the death of an innocent man. That's murder. That's murder. And by the law at that time, murder carried with it a death penalty for killing an innocent man. And they knew that they were on the hook for their own lives. He said, repent. They already acknowledged they believed him when they asked the question, men and brethren, what shall we do? They confessed in the question. He said, repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of your sins. And you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. You know, sin messed up. The world. And it still messes up the world. Just look at the world and look at all the problems. But we shouldn't be building bridges. Folk are throwing up walls. But we are divided over political issues. We should be sitting down and having a conversation in this country. How can we better take care of our poor? How can we better take care of uh, our elderly? How can we better take care of uh, our fathers? How can we start to, to stem those ties? How can we create an environment where folk are not aborting children and, and, and where they're not getting pregnant before they marry. How can we address those things? That's what we should be doing. Right. Mm -hmm. Love will, 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 will pull us to that. That yeah. sin has made us dirty. Right, right, right. Filthy in the sight of God. Water baptism. Yeah. The Bible says washes away. It cleanses us. Water baptism says that when we are buried with Christ in baptism, we were dead because of sin, dirty because of sin, we had to die because of sin. We came up out of that water brand new creation, the Bible says, in Christ Jesus. We then have a responsibility to constantly live in such a way that we are drawing closer and closer to God. You want to be as close to God as you can so that when you take your last breath, it doesn't matter what takes you out. When you die, yeah. your faith is what has remained. Yeah. Your body's going to leave the spirit of return unto God, but your soul is going to go and it's going to stand before God on judgment. And God simply wants to know what was your faith? 
spite of everything that was going on around us. Yeah. I just want him. So well done, thou good and faithful servant. I just want him, I just want him to recognize me for having obeyed the gospel and lived as part of his family. That's yeah. what the church of Christ is. It is the family of God. Yeah. I just want to live faithful unto yeah. death. I'm telling you, I just want a room. I don't care where he put me. He can put me next to any of y'all. As long as you don't snore, I'm good. I just want a room. I just want to get in. I just want to live faithful unto death. And our duty as Christians is we have to set the example for resolving any conflict among ourselves so we can teach other folks how to resolve conflict among themselves. Don't argue with these folks over politics. I'm going to keep telling you that. Don't argue with them. Don't be angry with them. Try to point them to the Lord. Those are the conversations. When they start babbling on about these folk, just say, well, what does God expect? When they tell me so-and-so is, is, is God's man, I say, well, how so? Is that what the Bible says? Prove that according to Scripture. Just because a political party upholds a couple of ideologies you agree with don't mean that they're godly. Because they're ungodly and some other things. And that's on both sides of the aisle. Let's not be foolish. To fall for the okay, okay, yeah. okay. <laughs> we who are Christians, our duty is to, is to obey the gospel as we did and to remain faithful until right. we encourage other folks to obey the gospel. Right. To know our Lord Jesus Christ. If there's one way to God, and that's through Christ Jesus. Yeah. We have to demonstrate Christ and how we deal with difficult people in difficult situations. This morning, I don't know where your relationship is with the Lord, but I do know should want to be closer to him. Mm-hmm. I want to be as close to him as I can so that come judgment day, all, all, all I want him to say, hey, Robert, hey, Lord. <laughs> so all I, I, I just want him to know me. Yeah. But I've been there, I just want to be that close to him. And, and you know what, you know how when you had your little brothers, you can't shake them, I just want, I just want to be that close to him. Yeah. Your kid, remember them kids with baby that holding on to your leg? I want to be that close to him. Yeah. Yeah. And I want to draw closer to him. Because he built the bridge whereby I was once alienated. Mm-hmm. I now can approach God, not only with Jesus, but I now can look at God and say, Father, Woo, that's close. Yeah. This morning, why don't you come together? We're standing together. We sing. The Lord is inviting you to come. Christians, repent and confess your sins wherever you have fallen short. Those who are not Christians, come to the Lord this morning. Come to him. You who are out there watching us on, on, on social media, you want to obey the gospel, we'll make that possible for you. Reach out. Reach out. Come on, together we stand here. We sing the invitation. Have you been?